Hey guys, I know the holiday season is over, but did Dana Brown really give us all the Christmas present we really wanted? Well, what about a really, really good closer? That could be on the Astros wish list. We'll talk about this on the special Locked on Astros podcast. are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at EricTalkStros. Find the show at Locked On Astros, your team, every day. And what a great Thursday. Uh, it's, it's not as cold out there. And as I was driving home, I get a message from Brett, and he said, dude, look what's going on. It looks like there's a chance the Astros might go out and get Josh Hader. So as soon as I get home, I'm like, well, I got to go somewhere in a little bit, but let me go ahead and do this little video real quick. And let's talk about this. Josh Hader, what if he does come to the Houston Astros? Would that be awesome? I think that the worst trade that Jeff Luno ever made was when he traded Brett Phillips and Josh Hader for Mike Fires and Carlos Gomez. And not necessarily because of the whole Mike Fires, what he did with the whole trash can skate, but with everything that uh, you lost in Josh Hader. Because you got Josh Hader for Bud Norris. You basically got him for nothing. And this it was a guy that be- went on to become a great closer. And so I think that this was that was one of the worst trades. I know that um, Jeff Luno thought he needed another outfielder at the time and another starter. Mike Fires. I'm not going to say good things about Mike Fires, but I think that at the time he thought he needed it. But I think this is a great move. And I wanted to thank you for making a Locked on Astros podcast your first listen every day. Whether it's on YouTube, go and subscribe to us. Go and make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you're listening to podcasts. Check out the Locked on Astros podcast. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On for. off your first purchase. So I did hear last uh, trade deadline that the Astros were making a push for Josh Hader and uh, Snell. Uh, This is something I heard not just on uh, X. This is something I just heard on outside sources as well. And so, but I know that they were trying, but just nothing ever happened. The Astros just don't have the the, um, prospects out there that you need to go out there and really get there. We know we heard a lot of talk that the Astros were trying to get a starter and a close a reliever from the Padres, but we never knew the exact names. But if if the Astros have been interested in bringing back Josh Hader, he's a left-handed reliever. He is one of the best closers in baseballs. He is going to demand a lot of money. And you might be saying, "But what? What about Ryan Presley. He's one of the Astros' best closers in the postseason history that of um, Houston history. Why would you replace him? He's on his final year of his contract. And how much is he going to want? And um, 
he struggles a little bit at times during the regular season. He's money during the, the postseason, but the Astros are trying to look ahead. And this is something that Jeff Luno was really good at. He would look ahead, not just for what he needs now, but what he needs in the future. And so you're not just addressing a need. Kendall Graveman's out for the whole season. The Astros have this need for a reliever now. They have lost Ryan Stanek. They have lost Hector Neris. They have lost Phil Mitton. They have lost um, somebody else I can't think off the top of my head. But you have lost a whole bunch of people out of your bullpen. And there's talks that the Astros are not really interested in bringing back Hector Neris because he's wanting about $16.6 million. So if you're going to go out there and get uh, pay Hector Neris $16.6 million, why not go for the big guy? Why not go for Josh Hader? Yes, he's going to demand a lot of money. He's going to demand a lot of years. He's looking for Edwin Diaz type contract. For those of y'all that don't know that how much Edwin Diaz got, he got um, five years, $102 million. So that's about $20 million per season. So if you're willing to pay three years of $16.6 million for Nares, wouldn't you be willing to go maybe extra $4 million per year and maybe extra two years for one of the best closers in baseball? Uh-huh. Yes, let's do it. I would think so. And this is a guy that is coming back home. And this is a guy that is left-handed. He throws hard. He strike. He strikes out batters. He has a great history. This is not a guy that is a reclamation project. He's somebody that has proven history. Uh, so I know that if you're looking at the modern baseball era starting 1901, this is from Channel Roan. Hader is the career leader with a 156 opponent's batting average and 15 strikeouts per nine innings, minimum of 300 innings since he's come up. His fastball uh, velocity did drop from uh, 97.4 miles per hour to 96.1 in 2023. His walk rate increased to 13% last year, but... He is still st strike out batters. He is still getting the job done. So this is a guy that if you bring him to Houston, he I know he never really got a chance to play with the Houston Astros, but I, I this is wasn't really his initial uh, place where he was drafted, but he knows a lot of the guys in the Houston area. He came up with uh, Lance McCullers. He, uh, he played with a lot of his players on this team. So I think that he would fit in on this roster. So, I think that if you're looking to replace Kendall Graveman, I know a lot of people say Kendall Graveman is not that good. Yes, he was, uh, he, as an Astro, his success is not that great. But Josh Hader would be a great replacement there. And he'd be a guy that'd be like, yeah, that'd be great. So he's only 29 years old. 29 years old for five years. Um, then that would be what he'll be 34 years old at the end of his contract. He'll still be young enough closer to maybe extend them at some point. So I think that if the Astros will Jim Crane do this, the problem is Jim Crane does not like going over a certain amount of years for certain players. So will he do that? That's something we'll have to talk about. 
And so uh, nothing set in stone. This is just uh, something that Ken Rosenthal has brought up and it's spreading like wildfire. But this is something that we I did want to address. Hey, dude, this episode is brought to you by Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry about buying tickets. Take the guesswork out of it. It's all in pricing that you see the views from your seats. Lowest price guaranteed. They take the guesswork out of buying tickets. No matter what the event, they've got you covered. That's right. They even have things like lowest price guaranteed, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, and more. All-in-one prices. Show you the ticket price up front so you're not surprised when you go to checkout. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event. I, yours truly, HM Wheelhouse, has done that many times. Find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, and so much more. With zone deals, you pick the seat. They let you know where it's at. And if you find the same seat in the same section in the same row for a cheaper price, they will credit you 110% the difference. So download the Game Time app today, create an account, use the promo code locked on, get $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest prices guaranteed. We know that Neris is a possibility for the Astros. I would say that him asking $16.6 million, that's a lot of money. And I said yesterday, that's closer money. Sorry if you can hear the ambulance in the background. But if you're talking about going for somebody that's got going to require closer money and who's actually a closer, Josh Hader is the guy. Now, the problem is you have Joe Espada. He's a first-year manager. He's going to have two closers on the team. Would Josh Hader, he's 29 years old. He's probably still got He's probably got this big ego about him. He's a veteran now, but he's still probably got this big ego. Would he be okay being the backup, the setup guy to Ryan Presley for one year? Or... Would they be okay being a like a closing duo? Would they be okay with that? So that's a question that the Astros are having asked themselves. Uh, or how will Ryan Presley take this? I mentioned the other day, uh, how did Framer Valdez feel once the Astros reacquired Justin Verlander? He was the ace. Now the Astros felt like they needed another ace. Now they went and traded for Justin Verlander again. And then did that hurt from Valdez? So now Ryan Presley is the closer. He's been a pretty darn good closer. Now, if you go get Josh Hader for five years, what does this say about Josh, uh, about Ryan Presley? So that's a question that uh, I think that Joe Spada and Dana Brown have to answer. But um, I think that this is something that, A, you have to look. Does the hurt feelings, does the, what is going to cost you, the hurt feelings, uh, maybe um, some animosity in the, cl- the clubhouse? Is it worth having Hater in a clubhouse? I mean, Hater's not a bad guy. Yes, he had a questionable history, some comments that he had in social media. But from what we hear, uh, we don't know him personally, but from what we hear, he's a a good guy. So he's not going to be a a clubhouse guy, but the fact that he's coming in to replace a pretty darn good closer. So I think that that's something to take in consideration. Would Josh do it? Would he come to Houston knowing he's not maybe not the closer the first year? 
Joe Espada, he's a first-year manager. That's a big job for him to decide. Okay, who's the closer? So also, this is a chance for the Astros to make up for that bad trade. I know I mentioned this at the starter show, but a lot of people are just joining podcasts. That was one of the worst trades in Astros history. Jeff Luno, he did a great job as GM. He went out there and looked ahead. He knew he went out and got the players ahead of time to um, like, I think that Zach Greinke was a good player. Um, I'm not sure if Zach Greinke was um, under Luno on top of my head, but just not just looking for this year, but knowing that you had them for a couple of years, just players that, you know, you have under control. And so if you're going to get somebody like hater, who's going to take a five-year deal worth a hundred million dollars plus, you know, you're going to have a closer for five uh, years. So I know that um, hater probably wants to win a world series. He probably wants to add that to his resume. So I think I think that he'll take that in consideration. So it just depends on what factors go into the decision here. But the fact that Jim Crane is I know that Dana Brown's not going to go out there and without uh, talking to Jim Crane and, and say talk to a haters agent and be like, yeah, we'll go and talk these numbers without getting some type of pre-approval from Jim Crane. Hey, can we give a picture? A pitcher after what the albatross of a contract that was Rafael Montero. Can we give a pitcher five to six years deal? $20 million a year. Are you going to be okay with that? And Jim Crane, apparently last year, they tried to go to, uh, get Josh Hader as well. Maybe even Snell. So the question is, would Jim Crane go past this? Oh, I don't want to give pitchers that long-term deal. Last time they gave a pitcher a long-term deal, it was what? Lance McCullers? No offense, but how has that worked out for the Astros? So it's just very, very, very scary with pitchers. And I think that's why Framer Valdez may not get a contract with Houston. I think other teams are more willing to take that risk than the Astros are. So also, if the Astros go out and get Josh Hader, they're going way over the luxury tax threshold. So they don't give a crap about that. And also, does that mean Kyle Tucker is likely gone? Alex Bregman, likely gone. Is that going to take money from other people? So that's just something else to take in consideration. Would I love Josh Hader on this team? Yes. Part of the what has made the Astros so good the past few years has been the bullpen. A good bullpen, a good rotation, somewhat off, a good offense, at times great offense, that would win the Astros a World Series. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. The NFL season has wrapped up and we are in the playoffs, you still have time to get in the action. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use. There's so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, 
the best way to find popular parlays, and so much more. With the Texans playing a playoff game versus the Rangers, we know that the point spread is 9.5. Go check that out at FanDuel. It's easy to use. It's a fun app, and you won't be sorry. Go Texans. Let's go C.J. Stroud. Let's shock the world and go to the AFC Championship, but make sure you're doing it with FanDuel. That's right, FanDuel, America's number one sports book, the official partner of the NFL. So Josh Hader would add to that. So the, the key is, can all the pieces fit? Can you get it done? So that's that's a question that we'll have to see over the next week or so. Spring training's coming up. I think all teams are waiting for this guy. Not Eric Heisman, Josh Hader. Once Josh Hader signs with the team, I think you're going to see dominoes fall all across the league. And so if the Astros are willing to throw this type of money at Josh Hader, they are willing to go over the luxury tax threshold. They're willing to go out and get some of these other guys. So uh, we'll see. And Clint says um, offense can win games too. Just look at the Rangers. But the Rangers did have a good rotation for most parts somewhat. Uh, Their bullpen was not great, but they did pitch, pitch great against the Astros. Um, a lot of, uh, Rome loves Dan says it was the worst trade since Morgan trade back in 1972. Yes. Um, so let's see what else. Uh, Isaac says that Josh Hader would be needed in Houston. Yes. Uh, you'll get your situational lefty for this year. Espada here. We're paying $20 million for your lefty. There you go. I'm just kidding there. Uh, Clint says you better to have two closers since Ryan isn't getting any younger. That's true. Uh, so we're just looking at anything else. Uh, Speedy says for real. Well, we don't know. This is just speculation. This is just talk. Uh, Ken Rosenthal said that the Astros are pushing. Will they get the deal done? I think Jim Crane will have to kind of loosen the, the pocketbook a little bit and loosen some of the years because I don't think the Astros concerns in the past have been really about the money. It's been, been about how many years. And so we'll see. Uh, 